Basketball season is officially here, and stop comparing this team to last year's. It's a new program, essentially. New players, new philosophy, new mindset. And we're talking about today why that would be doing it a disservice. You are locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Uh, Golden Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube where we're building the community. Drop comments down below on your thoughts on the basketball team and how both the men's and women's programs kicked off last night. Now, we're going to talk about both programs, and we're going to talk about what we saw in those first games. But first, be sure to follow Lockdown Golden Gophers wherever you get your podcast and leave a five-star review. It helps others find the podcast and help us grow this community right here, which consists of some of the best fans in the nation. So thank you, Gopher Nation, and be sure to subscribe, follow, and review. Now... Let's talk about the basketball teams from last night. We're going to kick it off with the men's team first. Look, like I said, stop comparing this team to last year. These teams are worlds different. And so I saw a lot of fans talking about, oh, my gosh, how are we only winning by one point to Western Michigan? Western Michigan is a terrible team. Hold on. Hold it. Stop. Tell me who Western Michigan's coach is. Tell me what this Western Michigan program and how they are the same as last year or the two seasons before that. You can't because they're not. They welcome their leading scorer back, which is a good problem to have, but they have a new coach in Dwayne Stevens who has been on every coaching recruiting hotboard in the Midwest over the past few seasons, being a heavily and highly experienced coach from Michigan State under Tom Izzo. One of his key assistants. That is who Western Michigan's coach is. And many people don't know that. They just like to look at the record from last year and be like, oh, well, they didn't do good last year. So why why should they do good this year? I'm sorry, did the Gophers do good last year? But you're anticipating them to do better this year. Right. So make it make sense. Stop judging them based on that. It's a, under a, a new program, under a new head coach in his first regime there with some of their best players returning. And yes, do we expect to win by more than one point? You would like to. But at the same time, the Gophers could have won that game handily, but they had simple mistakes down the line that ended up letting Michigan, Western, Western Michigan, I almost said Michigan State, back into the game. That's what happened. And if they clean up on the boards and if they don't turn the ball over as much, which became an issue more in the second half, you win this game by close to 20 points. So that's the first thing of stop, stop with the non-conference shaming and whatnot. But the second thing is there are a lot of Gophers fans out there like, well, we absolutely dominated the non-conference last year. So if we can't do it this year, then we're not going to be good. 
Nope, that's not how that works. That's you got to look at how the team is built. You have to look at what is the difference. Last year had seven transfers, transfer seniors come into the program. And those guys have experience. They've played at the collegiate level. They've been key guys on teams at that non-conference level that have played in those conferences for quite a while and are familiar with them. And it's not a new atmosphere. This Gopher team has a couple key veterans who were the players that stepped up in this game. And then it has a lot of younger freshmen and a true sophomore who could basically be a freshman because he didn't get time last season. So things aren't going to click right away. Things aren't going to be clean. Things aren't going to be heavy IQ right away. It's going to take time to develop. It's going to take time to get it going. The fact that we played eight players, three of which that didn't even crack the 20-minute mark, should tell you it's going to take some time to get these guys gelling and in the atmosphere and in the style of play that we will be going for. Now, there's flashes of it, and that's what you like to see, especially in the first official game of the season. But Talon Cooper played 40 minutes. You don't want him to play 40 minutes every night. You want to get some of those younger guys in there and get some more experience. But it came down to we needed him on the floor for that ending half because things got sloppy. So don't focus on, oh, we're not dominating the non-conference. Coach Ben Johnson has been talking about that all in preparation for the season of it might be more of a struggle to kick off this year. It might not be the 10 and three start that we saw last year. It might be a more scrappy, uglier looking, ugly wins start, but this team has the upside to capitalize as we get into big template and as we get down the stretch, as things start to click, as things start to get gelled together and chemistry starts to build, that's when this team should have higher upside than what we saw from last year. So last year's team might have started off hot because of the inexperience, because they were capitalizing on other teams having younger players and gelling together. Well, now we're on the flip side of that. We're the younger team. So if you can win in an ugly way, and then learn from it and learn how to get the bigger 15, 20 point wins because you're playing cleaner, then that's what it's going to take. That is why you need to have patience with this and stop hating just to hate right away because it's not how you ideally want it to look because it's not a 15 point win because it's not a 20 point win. We'll get there. Just embrace the ride, embrace the struggle, Take the ugly wins for now and let this young team grow. Let Josh Ola Joseph, Pharrell Payne, eventually once we get Braden Carrington back, uh, Jaden Henley, let them learn and grow from this because as they put it together, it's going to be a talented team, talented players. And that includes we didn't have our leading scorer on the floor still. So deep breaths because you saw what you needed to see last night. You saw Dawson Garcia is the real deal. You saw Talon Cooper is the real deal. Torres Smith brings leadership on the floor, brings solid defense. Definitely welcomed. I said Smith, it's Samuels. My apologies, Torres. That's what you need to take away from this game. And we'll continue to build on it. The next game is Friday for the Gophers men's team. 
Now, we'll dive into some more specifics with the Gophers men's, and then we'll wrap it up with how the Gophers women's team fared last night as well. There are things that need to be stated about this Gophers men's team from last night's game that really were shocking, to say the least. And that's what we're going to talk about coming up next. But first, our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across the Lockdown College Network called Thrilling Moments, where we highlight the most exciting play from the Gophers this past weekend or throughout the history of the University of Minnesota. This week's thrilling moment is none other than in the game in the fourth quarter versus Nebraska. The Nebraska backup quarterback drops back, throws it down the left side of the field towards the 40-yard line. They're down three, looking to try to come back and regain the lead when none other than tea time Terrell Smith intercepts the pass and puts the Gophers back in range to score and take the lead even further, really cement the comeback in that moment. The Gophers had stormed back. They had 13 points in that second half and the fourth quarter had just started. Terrell Smith makes a game changing interception as far as establishing the momentum that had been building on intercepts the ball and the Gophers go on from that interception to score and put the Gophers up 20 to 13 or 20 to 10, which became close to that 20 to 13 ending score. So Terrell Smith interception was the thrilling moment of the game. This segment is inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in the all new Frontier Armada or Pathfinder today available now on NissanUSA.com. All right, so what did we learn in this game? What did we learn in the Western Michigan versus Minnesota men's basketball game that we need to take away? Well, first off, Coop, Talon Cooper and Dawson Garcia are who we thought they were. You pair Jameson Battle with those two guys, and it's going to be a sight to see. It's going to be something fun. It's going to be a lot more athleticism, a lot more basketball intellect on the court at one time that can create their own opportunities that can set up for others that look Talon Cooper and Dawson Garcia showed us last night that there are going to be some special moments. We might not even be talking about Talon Cooper enough if we're being straight up and honest, which is saying something because I gave him a lot of talk and a lot of respect over the off season. And I still don't think it might, it might not have been enough. He started the first half with seven points five rebounds, eight assists, and a block. He was doing it all for the Gophers. And then you have Dawson Garcia's team leading 12 points at the half as well. Dawson goes on to double that and get 23 points on the night with seven total rebounds. And Talon Cooper came in with two rebounds away from a triple-double, finishing the game with 17 points, 10 assists, and eight rebounds. You can't ask for more from veteran leaders on the first game they've ever played for the program. You absolutely love that. Now, on top of that, the Gophers shot 43% from the field and 44% from deep. Both of those you will absolutely take. But where we struggled was from the free throw line. Nine of 23 when it came to free throws, and that was brutal down the stretch where they went two of eight in the final two minutes. That's not acceptable. You're not going to win games. And that's what allowed Western Michigan to come back into this game. And this game was nearly a 10-point game with a minute 45 remaining. And then they went on a 10-2 run with those two points coming against or coming from the Gophers from the charity stripe 
where they went two of eight in that minute 45. So you put those, you put your free throws in, say you put in seven of eight, which is where you should be shooting, maybe six of eight at worst. Regardless, it doesn't look as close. And then you also slow down momentum of them coming down and hucking up two three pointers in the final 30 seconds and getting those to fall. Like, even though they finished with a one point game, it wasn't a one point, like it never felt like this close of a game. It was a wide margin for most of the game. In fact, it was between eight to 15 point goal for lead majority of this game from about the, I don't know, probably four minutes deep into this game throughout the majority of this game up until the final four minutes. So you talk about the first four minutes and the final four minutes are where maybe it slowed down for this team. Now you can't have the turnovers. The turnovers killed us in this game and they also were bad in the exhibition in the second half. They finished with 14 in the exhibition. They finished with 16 tonight. You just can't turn the ball over that much on top of, they just, they weren't getting the offensive boards in this game. In fact, I asked coach Ben Johnson about that after the game. And here's what he had to say about the second chance opportunities and how the team did on the glass in this game. You know, I thought our, our push was good. We just didn't get them. You know, I thought they, they did. They kicked our butt. They did a, they did a heck of a job. And that's really what kept them in the game. Them and that, and, and we couldn't make free throws down the stretch, but um, I thought we were there. We just got to go get it. You know, it's like you can't have a tip, a tip, a tip, a tip, and then they get it. Or a tip, a tip, a tip, out of bounds, their ball. Uh, we got to find a way to put a body on the body and just go get the ball. I thought there were a couple of loose balls, too, that they were quicker to the ball. Um, we got to do a better job there. But, you know, we won, but I think we only won in you know, a rebounding battle by two. You know, we got we to gotta play with more physicality on that on that part of the ball. So, Gophers, you have to box out. You have to learn that now and learn it early before we hit the Big Ten play because the Big Ten will be less forgiving when it comes to cleaning up on the boards. Now, overall, if they can clean up the boards and if they can even just cut down on these turnovers by four to six turnovers, stay in the 10 turnovers or less range, this team will start to make these non-conference games not look as close as well. So we're getting there. Have the patience. It'll be interesting now. Overall, we liked what we saw from Cooper and Dawson. And then it'll be interesting to see how Josh Joseph, Pharrell Payne, and Jaden Henley continue to get more involved and more growth over the season and continue to contribute more. Now, one thing was Will Ramberg. He got the start last night, and he did well with the opportunities, I think, especially effort. You never have to coach effort with him. He is always out there busting his tail, making sure that he is doing what he can for this team. And I asked Will about his role for this team, and here's what he had to say. Yeah, every night I'm just going to go out there and uh, play the best defense I can. I'm going to hustle as hard as I can. Um, and then, obviously, rebound. Um, those one of those three things, I think uh, that's what the team needs for me, and that's what I'm going to give to them. So. so we finished up with eight points, or not eight points, four points, eight rebounds on the night. He had great defensive effort. Now, there are some times where he has to read the floor more on the offensive side without the ball and being sure to free up the isolation calls that sometimes Talon Cooper, Dawson Garcia seem to kind of be trying to make, trying to open up for themselves. And it felt like he was in the wrong place at the wrong times in moments like that. So creating more space on the floor 
will be a priority moving forward. But overall, you like the production that you got from Will Bramberg overall. Now, the end of this game, like I said, was not pretty. But remember, we're just seeing this team gel together with a lot of young players on the floor. Panic should not ensue from this one game or in the early games. This team should be playing its best ball down the stretch. So don't freak out. Enjoy it, and the Gophers get back to action on Friday. Now, there were no freshmen on the floor to end the game. I asked Coach Ben Johnson about it after the game, and he really talked about it. It's just due to simply the lack of inexperience, the inexperience in those moments, in those key moments down the stretch. So as these guys get more warmed up, you probably see a different lineup down the end of that game because some of these guys will have the experience to not make simple mistakes and not put us in a bad position. Now, they're learning. So give it time and give this team some patience as they work through the kinks. Now, what we need to talk about is the opposite of what happened with this men's team and how the Gophers women's team absolutely set the tone. If you haven't at least paid attention to the women's program so far, you're going to want to, and I'll tell you why coming up next. First off, we're going to talk about our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is where the game starts. Now, the Gophers men's team was favored by nine points in that Western Michigan game. So, if you picked them to cover, they would not have covered last night. You can find the latest odds, trends, money lines, props, and all of that over at Bet Online. If you're looking to get the latest sports wagering information, then it needs to be a go to for you. The Gophers are heavily favored to win versus. Northwestern this weekend and you can find all of that over at bet online where the game starts all right so we're going to wrap this thing up with the women's basketball team which absolutely showed us what they're cooking in the kitchen and they're cooking up something special you know I love that Alana Rose Michaud has been just feeding that energy into the outside noise as far as She kicked off media days talking about how we didn't know what was cooking in the kitchen. And she was right. A lot of people probably had doubts with this team, with the struggles, with losing so many transfer players. But they brought it last night and they brought it in a very convincing fashion. They end up winning by 30 points. It was a 30 point game after the third quarter even. And they really cleaned up. They cleaned up and they played so well. You have Mara Braun who comes out and leads the team with 21 points as a true freshman. She's getting it done from all angles of the court. But on top of that, she had four steals. And the defensive effort by this team is what is really going to make this team special and potentially allow them to really compete in the Big Ten. They had 37 deflections on the night. Deflections are huge, and especially if you can capitalize on them and turn them into turnovers. So 37 total deflections on the night, that's huge, and you want to see that continue to grow as we go. Now, Coach Whalen talked about what makes some of these freshmen special as well, talking about the length that the guards have. As far as both Mara Braun and Maya Battle, they have extreme length and presence on the court to be able to guard multiple positions. And that helps immensely when it comes to guarding, when it comes to switching, when it comes to asserting aggressiveness on the defensive end of the court. And that's what helps this team make those turnovers. Now, not only did you see the freshman ball out. So I talked about Mara Braun. Amaya Battle had six points, nine assists and eight rebounds. She was well on her way to a triple double effort, but in her first game of 
the collegiate basketball level ever. So this team can be special as they grow. And I'm excited to see what they do, especially when they take on some of the old faces like Sarah Scalia over at Indiana. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good showing for the Gophers, but we'll take it one game at a time. Now, overall, Rose Michelle also balled out, had 14 points, 13 rebounds, her first double-double in her career on the first opening night game of her sophomore year. That should tell you the progress that we're seeing from this team and hopefully we'll continue to see down the stretch. Now, Katie Buckets, Katie Buckets. That's what I am calling her on the show because she was absolutely stroking it from the three-point line. Four of six on the night. I believe she started four of four or four of five. So she was cleaning up. One of them was from way back. I tweeted that one out. It felt like it was from dang near the Cambria logo, but it was a deep one in front of her own bench. And as she talked about in the presser after the game, that after she put that up, she kind of heard from the bench over on her side, the ooh, and she was like, please go in, please go in. But it was such, she was in the moment, she was in the flow of things that it didn't feel like it was a bad shot. And it went in because it was in, look, you have the green light when they're falling. When they're falling and you're feeling it and it's within the flow of the game, you have the green light, which Coach Whalen said after the game. So you love to hear things like that. You love to see the chemistry building and you love to see the contributions from the transfers as well. In fact, I asked Coach Whalen about the transfers in this game and she had mentioned how Michael Caton literally came back like yesterday. She came back yesterday, the day before the game, two practices, and then showed up in the game, got 11 to 12 minutes of play, made the best pass of the entire game, helped get the offense moving. You love to see that. And I think Angelina Hammond is someone that probably doesn't get enough love on this roster, but I think she's going to be a key player on this team moving forward. She might not get 20 plus minutes a game, but what she does with her contributions is going to be solid she plays really good defense she has a nice shot she has great shooting form and i think that she's going to contribute in very subtle ways that people might not always see in the box score but it's going to help this team be successful her leadership her presence is definitely there and you could see that on the court so you love it from those two destiny oberg had some really great moments she had some great I think she had four assists on the game. She had some rebounds. She had a good post presence. So these transfers, and then you have Gradwell who started the game. She had a rough shooting night, but she's a shooter. So she's going to have stretches where it gets cold, but when she knocks them down, it helps this team spark. So those are the transfers we're looking at, and they contributed very well. They're probably going to continue to contribute very well as we move forward. But that paired with these impact freshmen, paired with the three returners coming back this team they're building something and it's something you're not going to want to miss so be sure to follow along with the women's basketball team because it's going to be a ride folks hashtag gold-blooded is what they are going with and i i love it i love it and they showed it last night with their 30 point win a huge blowout against a non-conference opponent and that is what you like to see from a young program that's going to do it for us on today's episode of Lockdown Golden Gophers. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the keys in the Northwestern game for football. So be sure to tune in and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on YouTube. I appreciate it. I love all the comments that we're getting on these videos now. I love the interaction between 
you, the Gophers fans. So keep that going. And I'll see you tomorrow. Row the boat, Skyima, go Gophers. <laughs>